to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life, where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real-life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Joining us for the Women Transform podcast. This episode, we have a wonderful, awesome woman of God in our studio today that's going to bless us with a wonderful word, Evangelist Tasha Jones. So she's here to share with us about her journey, her deliverance, the process, and the joy of how God has brought her out of domestic violence and share that she's not just a survivor, but she is an overcomer in God. So sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee, a drink, and enjoy this wonderful blessing word from the Lord. Thank you. Inspirational, transformational speaker here to bless you with a wonderful time in the Lord tonight. We got a special program for you guys. I hope you guys are hearing me loud and clear out there. But we have a special program for tonight. I have a special guest in the studio. And we are going to have a good time in the Lord. We're going to be talking about and just bring to you guys' attention. Um, this month is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And we're going to be touching base on some things that deal with sexual assault and awareness and so much more. So let me go ahead and introduce my guest on tonight. All right. My guest on tonight is Evangelist Tasha Jones. And I'm going to have her introduce herself. Miss Jones, Miss Tasha, come on and talk to the people. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Elder Pamela. What an honor to be able to um, to spend some time with you today. And I am so looking forward to, to this time and just hoping that it inspires someone. Um, again, my name is Evangelist Tasha Jones. Um, Tasha Jones is my name, but I am an evangelist. I am also a licensed women empowerment professional life coach and a Christian mentor. And so that's just a little bit about me. I'm a servant with a servant's heart, and I just absolutely love God's people. Yes, and we are here to be a blessing to everyone and so forth. I'm trying to make sure these mics are going right. (laughs) So I hope you guys heard that. But I'm going to have her, Tasha, introduce yourself again one more time because technology is just having its way tonight. Go ahead. All right. Well, again, my name is Tasha Jones. I am an ordained evangelist, so evangelist Tasha Jones. I am also a professional women's empowerment life coach. I am certified, um, and I am a licensed Christian mentor. I am an author of two books that I've co-authored on, and I am working on my third. Um, And I am just here to prayerfully empower someone. I pray that that my testimony and the information that is shared between myself and Miss Pamela tonight touches someone um, that you are empowered and impacted to. For whatever your need is, I pray that tonight it is met on this call. All right, you guys. So as I said, we're going to be talking about so much tonight to bless you guys. And I know you can hear me now. I had to go check some resources. Make sure you guys are hearing us loud and clear. But we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to let Miss Tasha um, share her story 
Um, she has a wonderful book that's out, and I want her to share that with you guys and bless you guys. And I said, we're talking about um, awareness, domestic violence, because that is this month. But we don't just want to celebrate in the month of April. We want to get information out to you, knowledge out to you, because knowledge is power. As Bible said, my people perish without lack of um, perish because of lack of knowledge. And when we don't know, we don't do. But when we know better, we do better. All right. So um, just a quick, I'm gonna do a quick little, some little information for you guys. You know, I don't do a whole lot of numbers, but I do want to share this with you guys, and then I'm gonna let her um, come on and share her story with us. And, um, and bless us, all right? So um, if you don't know, more than 300,000 women and 90,000 men are forcibly raped each year in the United States, all right? Um, these estimates are thought to, by experts, to be lower than where they actually are, but I believe it's even getting more and it's increasing more. And you may be wondering, um, you know, what does it have to do with us right now? We're going through this coronavirus and all this stuff. Well, for some people, um, the virus does not stop sexual assault. The virus does not stop domestic violence. Some people are still in the home with the person that they are victim to and they can't leave out. So for some people, social distancing may not be a great thing. For some people, um, being locked in a house with an abuser may not be a great thing. So we just want to put that awareness um, out there so that you guys can be aware. Um, the United States has the highest rate of rape of any country that has been published, all right, um, that's sad to say. Our rate is 13 times higher than Great Britain and 20 times higher than Japan, which is not great, all right? Um, so that's just letting us know it is happening here and there. And um, as we get closer to the end, I'm, I'll share with you guys some things that we can do. And some of the myths and facts that people don't understand will say, you know, especially when it comes to men, um, are men sexually assaulted? Yes, men can be sexually assaulted. There are, um, any person can be sexually assaulted. It has nothing to do with your gender, race, or what anything, but anybody can um, be sexually assaulted, okay? So those are just some, some few little facts. I don't want to bog you down with facts, but I want to get you with to share a story and a testimony. So I'm going to have Miss Tasha share with you guys her story, her what she does with her business, and how she's blessing um, those of you out there that have gone through what she has gone through, all right? Go ahead, Miss Tasha. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you again, Miss Pamela. And you know what? I just want to piggyback on what you spoke about, about um, victims of domestic violence. And this time of quarantine, actually, you will see sometimes it, it, those calls mm -hmm. that go into our police stations, the, the abuse actually heightens when the person cannot get away because now they're where a woman may look forward or a man or children, right. children who are exposed to this look forward to being out and to being in school because then they're not around this. Women look forward to going to work mm -hmm. because they're not in the presence of their abuser. Whether it be physical, whether it be mental, they're both equally. Um, one is just as dangerous as the other. Um, so this is this is even more so the opportune time to bring awareness. Not that April in just a month is Sexual Awareness Month. I think this is an awareness that happens 365 or 366 days of a year. Yes. It's just this is the time that we take to focus on it. And I think that it is one of the most opportune times right now because people are 
in the house, mm-hmm. and they right. do not have a way of escape where being, like I say, at work or at school could be a way of escape. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just want to make people certainly aware of that. Right. Um, as right. far as my testimony is concerned, I am um, an overcomer yes. of domestic <laughs> violence. I don't like to just say survivor because when I was in it, I was surviving. Mm-hmm. I look yes. forward every day to surviving. Another day to have breath, another day to get away, another day to survive, get through the day was surviving for me. But now I am an overcomer and I did co-author with nine other amazing, strong, 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 powerful, godly women who shared our testimony in a book called Surviving in Silence, Overcoming Domestic Violence. And that book launched April the 24th of last year, 2019, and it is available and I'll give you all the information on how you can get your copy at the end of this segment. But for me, I lived um, with my abuser. I was married to my abuser for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't start out as a physical abuse. It started very subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought because he was jealous over me, you know, I was his girl. And, you know, of course, he don't want anybody else to look at me. Mm-hmm. I belong to him. And not knowing that that was a a sign of control. Right. Now, I think everyone to some degree says that's my man or that's my woman, you know, or my girl, um, and that's my boyfriend. But when it when it crosses barriers where it becomes controlling, that's where it becomes dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, right. And it started with me with mind control. And then I started being isolated from my friends. Um, you know, why do you need to call her all the time? Why do y'all need to hang out? I want to hang out with you. Not only was I married to an abuser, I was married to a person who was narcissist. And that is a whole nother spectrum. Wow. Okay. Wow. And, and narcissists always play the victim. So, you know, I don't want you to go out. I want to spend time with you. I don't want you to do this. I want to spend, and it, it, it always became about that person. Mm-hmm. But they did that to keep me under their thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to do what I say. And so, you know, in the beginning, I thought it was cute. I was young, stupid, naive, did not know the difference between love and lust. And now I know at 45 and not at 21 that I was certainly in lust and definitely not in love. (laughs) But like I say, I lived that for for, um, 16 years. And, you know, don't don't take for granted the first red flag. Don't wait till they build up. You might not get the opportunity. Um... To be able to tell your story, unfortunately, statistics show that one one in four women die Mm -hmm. from domestic violence every 60 seconds. Wow, wow. Lose their lives Mm -hmm. every 60 seconds. You don't have to live under a rock. You can turn on the television, and for so long, it seemed like all of last year, and I guess maybe it was because I was writing that I became much more aware of not only the women and the men that are affected, but the babies 
yes, the their lives to these abusive and controlling boyfriends. Mm-hmm. You know, just because he's cute don't mean that he should be around your baby. That's if he right. mishandles you, he will mishandle your children. You. So we have to use wisdom. We, it has to come to a place where we understand and value ourselves and know our worth. And that's what it was for me. Right. And that's and I, I, I don't want to cut you off, but you just made a, a valuable point that I want. Hopefully, there's some people out there listening when you say, with the, especially with our young people or, or even adults, when you say about the relationship, um, you know, if he's abusing you, he can abuse your kids. And we forget about that because we forget about the children that are part of the abuse, the children that are in the house, the children that see the abuse. And, and um, you know, they, they take the blunt of it, too, because they take your anger, your bitterness. A lot of times we don't realize we're taking it out on them, and we forget about the babies. And, and, and that's the sad part about this, because they are just a victim, just as the, uh, the adults in the situation. So I, I thank you for expressing that so people can understand that, you know, if he's hitting on you, he's going to be hitting on your kids. Right. And, yeah. and, and not just he. Right. Just, if she yeah. talked to you as a man, like a dog, right, and she wants to be the man in the relationship, your kids don't stand a chance. Mm-hmm. That's okay? it. Okay. Yeah. So it, it goes both ways. Yeah. You know, I know as a woman, I speak for women. I know as a woman, I represent women. However, Elder, I tell you, I have had more men reach out to me. Mm-hmm. I believe it because because yeah. of the abusive women. Right, we have a lot, of ladies, and and I'm glad she's talking about that because you know we don't share sugar coated, but ladies, we do. We have men that are being abused by some women who think they're men, or you know they just we got some violent women out here too. So for this mm-hmm. is for the men. There are men out here, and, and that's a myth where people want to always talk about the woman. The woman is the one that's getting beaten and abused and all that, and sexual assault. Where there are men out here that are going through the same thing, they just keep their silent because as we're little boys, you've been taught not to cry. You've been taught not to say anything. You've been taught to keep it quiet and not realize, no, you, you, know, you can talk. You need to talk. You need to share because then you become grown men with all these hidden secrets, all these skeletons in the closet, because you've been, and then you're trying to figure out why your life is going the way it is when it comes to relationships. Why do you treat your wife the way you treat? Why do you, if you're single, why are you treating women? Why are you draw these type of women? Because, and a lot of it goes back to that. There, there was a sexual assault. Something happened when you were young that no one allowed you to have a voice and talk about. So I'm glad you brought that up to let people understand this is not just a woman's thing. This happens to men just as much as it happens to women, and, and it's it's important. Absolutely, and I don't I don't say these words lightly. This is not from head knowledge, right. and I know that we hear it said all the time when this when this quote is spoken. Hurt people, hurt mm-hmm. people. Right. Now I know that we say that from head knowledge, right. but I want to share with you that it's truth. Mm-hmm. It is. Absolute truth. It's not a fact. Right. Facts change. Yes. The truth is hurt people hurt people. And when you're wounded and you, you are, let's say you are a woman who has had a relationship in the past where you were abused. I can speak for myself um, because I am remarried. Mm-hmm. And I've been married now. May will make five years. Amen. But I tell you. For a long time, in the beginning of my relationship and even in my marriage, sometimes I have to check myself Mm -hmm. 
because I have been hurt in areas. And sometimes when you when you've carried that for so long and you haven't healed from it, yes. and I'm still I, I'm certainly healed. However, I'm still being delivered. It, right. it, 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 I, every day I need a deliverance. Yes. You yes. Know, and I'm not saying that I need a deliverance from my trauma. That's that's not exactly at all what I'm saying because I don't have those those triggers anymore. Mm-hmm. However, situation. Is, something can happen and and it not be necessarily that my husband raises his voice at me or anything like that, but there are triggers that you look for, unfortunately, because you've been that person that has been there. Right. Right. And especially being a woman, I can only speak for myself, that was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. So I know what it's like to live PTSD. Right. I know what it's like to live as a manic depressant. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be hospitalized for anxiety. So it goes beyond just the physical abuse. It's what it does to your physical body. Mm-hmm. It's what it does to your psyche. It's what it does to your mentality. It's what it does to your emotions. And I had to learn and, and praise God, I know him. Right. Allow yes. him yes. to be my Jehovah Rapha, to yes. be my healer. Yes. You understand? Yes. If I didn't have that, I would probably, I know where I would be because in 2013, the spirit of suicide visited me and I, and I was the one holding the gun to my own head. So I know I'd be sleeping or I'd probably be awaiting hell. Yeah. I mean, truth, truth <laughs> just be told. Yeah. For me, I'm not talking about anyone else. But I know that I needed healing, and I know that I needed deliverance. And every day, the Lord, the Word of God says that we were saved, we are saved, and we shall continue to be saved, right? Salvation right. is something that continues to happen. That's why we we have to um, fight for our salvation with fear and trembling, is what the Word of God says. And it's, no, no, I don't have to fight to be saved. I am saved. Mm-hmm. It's just we need deliverance in areas. And since we're talking about people who have been abused, you can get out of a situation or you could be in it just like I was and be surviving. And surviving is not the same as overcoming. Yes, I like that. That is important. I like how you explain that. I'm going to let her explain that to you guys. But, I mean, the way she put it is so wonderful because we we survive. It's a difference from being a survivor. When we say it all the time, oh, I'm a survivor, I'm a survivor. But when she explained it, you know, we are overcomers. And um, that's that's so important for people to understand. Because we have to change the language and the way we say things sometimes. we got to change that. Because then you walk in what you say. So I, I'm going to let her explain that, when she, the difference between that survivor and overcomer. Because I think this is going to bless somebody out there. Um, that that is listening because letting them know that um, you're not just a survivor of this. You are an overcomer, an overcomer with God. Come on now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because for me, and that's why I said we we continue to be delivered in this thing. Mm -hmm. Because for many years, I was just surviving. Yes, yes. I knew what it was like to keep my mouth shut. Mm -hmm. I knew what it was like to walk on eggshells. I knew what it was like to make sure that the house was spotless and keep things in order and do all of these things and look the part and wear my clothes a certain way and don't change lipstick and why you buy that new perfume and you know I I knew what it was like to not have the tension in the house I knew what it was like for me to not do anything that would that would start an argument 
document or make him think anything. And, you know, so I knew what it was like to survive. I masked it well. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I survived in um, clothes. Yes. I survived in expensive shoes and purses. I used to have at least, at minimum, five to $700 worth of shoes delivered to Verizon Wireless here in Rocky Mount every single week wow. because that was my therapy. Yeah. I spent money to survive. I survived in expensive vacations. I, I survived in all of these things, and I knew and still know what it's like to wear a mask because I wore them for years. And so I was just surviving. What surviving means to me is just getting by. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting by. Just getting by. But when I got healed, see, I I I have to reference this with scripture. When Jesus healed the ten lepers, the one came back to say thank you, right? The, The other nine, they were healed as they went. But it was the one that came back to say thank you that not only was he healed, but he was whole. See, just because they got their healing, doesn't we, we don't read that it did not happen to them again or that they were made pure. But the one that came back to say thank you, not only was he healed, he was made whole. He was released of even the residue of it. We don't know if their skin color came back, but we know that this man that came back to say thank you was made whole. Yes. That's the difference in surviving and overcoming. See, the residue of the thing can no longer linger. Yes. Amen. I don't live with trauma, and trauma does not live with me anymore. Yes. I am totally free from it. So I'm no longer a survivor. I am an overcomer. And I just want to say to any woman that is listening today, whether you are, or man, whether you are in a situation or whether you have come out of it, you do not have to remain a survivor. You do not have to be your situation and circumstance. As a matter of fact, I am here to tell you that you are not situation or circumstance. You are not what has been done to you, not what has been done against you, what you have allowed to be done against yourself. You are not stupid. You are not worthless. You will be more than what anyone has ever said that you will be because you are an overcomer in Christ. That's it, guys. You are an overcomer. The We're gonna take it. God says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. My testimony set me free. Yes, yes. See, when you don't talk about something, and I'm not saying get on the phone and, and, and tell all of your business, but when you get real with God. And when you lay before God, like for real, for real, he already knows. He's just asking you to surrender that thing to him. It's not that he doesn't know all, doesn't see all, and isn't all because he is. He's just asking you, will you release it to me so that I can fill you with my joy? See, there has to be an exchange that takes place. That's why he said, I'll give you beauty for your ashes. But before he could give me beauty, I had to give him the ashes. I could no longer hold on to them and, and pretty them up with some MAC lipstick and, you know, some foundation. And you can't beat your face enough and, and wear enough wigs and get your eyelashes done and your nails done and be cute enough for it not to ex- to be ex- 
always hold you in bondage over. That's it. That is so true. This is getting good, y'all. So I got to take a commercial break real quick, but we are going to come right back, and I'm going to have her finish out, close this out. But this is some awesome. So you guys need to get her to come and talk to y'all. Y'all need to talk. I'm going to let her give all her information. Because she's, she's giving out you guys some good nuggets, some good information that we really need to have. And I need you guys to sink in and grab hold on to it. But let me do this commercial break and we'll be right back. All right? Keep it locked here at the Jamming Gospel Station. Joy 1390. You don't need a three-piece suit. Oh, All right, girl. You're doing so wonderful. <laughs> I hate to cut y'all. <laughs> Yes. I mean that and that's what someone needs someone needs to hear. You are an overcomer. You are mighty in God. Oh. Yes, and and they need to hear that down and we this is getting getting good. This is getting good, it's juicy because Miss Sasha has so much information for you guys. Um, I mean she's filled up with experience, knowledge, wisdom, God. And, and that's what you need. Um, it's not about, as she said, it's not about statistics. We can go numbers all day long. We can talk about statistics all, all day long. But sometimes you just hear need a testimony because that's what the Bible tells us. We overcome by the word of our testimony. And for someone to share their story and their testimony and how God brought them out, sometimes we need to hear that. To let, the, to let someone that's out there listening know there is hope. God hears your prayer. God knows what you're going through. Um, and he's going to bring you out. So I'm going to let her close us out. Um, she's going to share some of her information so you guys can get in contact with her and everything. All right, you guys? All right. Go ahead, Medea. So anyway, um, that a few ways that you can reach out to me. My um, number, my phone number is area code 252-886-1980. So that's 252-886-1980. I can be found on Facebook. On Facebook, my name is listed as Evangelist Tasha, T-A-S-H-A, Jones. My website is www.iambrokenbeautiful.com. Again, that is www. I am brokenbeautiful.com. I can be found on Instagram. Again, my Instagram page is I am broken beautiful. You can email me at brokenbeautifultj, just like Tasha Jones, brokenbeautifultj at gmail.com. I just want you to know that I know how it is sometimes to not have family believe your story or think that y'all just over there like hellions just fighting and going through stuff, but I am here to tell you, if you need a listening ear, I am that person. I am not here to judge you. I am not the person that will turn my nose up at you. I've been where you are, but I've been on the after this. Yes. And if you need a demonstration of it, that's where I am. I will fight for you. I will challenge you. And we will fight on our knees together. Yes. You win. The enemy never wins. I don't care if it does live in your house or if you're married to it. The enemy never wins. Never. We read the book. We know that we are victorious. And it is God that causes us 
to be triumphant. Your life does not have to be lost. I will share this last thing with you. The young lady that was all over the news not too long ago, um, last year this was a, a story that went national. Her name was Alejandra or Diana Alejandra Keel. She was a um, victim of domestic violence. Her husband murdered her, dumped her body going out on Leggett Road. Um, I went to the scene there. She was a young woman who actually attended the church that I went to. Um, I never, we never had much of a conversation, but her last words to a very dear friend of mine was, she inspires me. Amen. I don't want that to be your last words. Amen. My chapter was written in her honor, Diana Alejandra Keel. We are not statistics. We are overcomers. Even her death was not in vain. I get to tell her story, and I get to tell mine. I don't want to tell yours. I want you to tell your own testimony. To God be the glory. I love you all. God bless you. Be safe. Be encouraged. Be empowered. Be impacted. And know this beyond a shadow of a doubt. Jesus loves you. He loves you so much that he shed his blood. And this week you get to celebrate him while he's celebrating you in heaven. So I thank you. Thank you, Miss Pamela. It has been an absolute honor. Yes, we have. Here with you. I have enjoyed this. I wish we had more time, but we may have to. We may do another segment one of these days. But this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we I'm, can I'm, do it. I'm yes, I'm all about getting information out to people. All about giving people ways to um, give them a takeaway. Like I said, not just giving you guys statistics and numbers, but how you can get help. Now she gave you guys her information, her phone number, her website, all that stuff. Make sure you use it. Um, I'm going to throw out the national sexual assault hotline number. Um, add that to the numbers that you got, but she's local. So you can get with her close quickly. Um, yes. the assault line, you know, it's a, it's a hotline, it's a line. So you're going to talk to different people, but it's there. Okay. Um, their number is 1-800-656-HOPE. All right. 1-800-656-HOPE. And that is the Na national sexual assault hotline. Um, also you can go on, um, what is the rape kit backlog that is in the backlog.org. That is important. Go on that website. You're going to learn about what happens to the rape kits to many of the victims um, that do report. And because and, and, a lot of times people want to ask that. I, I think it's one of the stupidest questions is why don't they get out? And why don't they report it? If you, you know, this is we need another segment for people to understand why sometimes the victims don't report it or the victims don't get out. It's more than what you know. So we can't get into all that. But um, that is another website you can go on and um, check out what is going on. And the other one is the Joyful, I believe it's the Joyful Hope Found, Joyful Heart Foundation. It's also another um, website to go on that are, that are out there fighting this. These people are out here fighting what's going on. They're you know letting you know the statistics, what's happening, and everything and so forth. So please report if you know someone that's dealing with domestic violence, sexual assault. Help them to report it. Um, things that we can do as a faith. It's a lot that we can do as a body of Christ. Now we in quarantine. This is a time for y'all to put our minds together and, and set up some programs in ministry to help this. You know, we have, you got to really think about how many churches have a program to help sexual assault victims or domestic violence victims. So this is a time to kind of really step back and say, you know what, let's, let's start a program. Let's start something where people can come in and Miss Tasha can come in and talk and minister 
and share information to help these victims in ministry. So um, it's, it's a lot that we can do, Body of Christ, to help these victims, all right? Well, we got to go. I thank you guys all for listening. As always, you guys have been a blessing. You know, as we always say, okay, um, stay inspired, stay informed, and stay in power with us here at Women Transform. I will see you guys next time. Keep it locked here at the Jamming Gospel Station. Joy, 1390. All right. Sure yeah, that's so good. <laughs> that's just wonderful. See, we got to have some more time. Thank you for listening to Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Joy. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, you can find us on Spotify under Women Transform, or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining. Until next time, God bless.